Hey, and hey, I'm back. So, I just wanted to get back into it since I had it all in my brain. Um, so basically, to me, the pattern is, you know, you go from birth and, you know, from beauty, from the beauty of birth to the beauty and innocence of childhood to the the decisions of society to, to, to put us in categories to us processing how we're supposed to act uh, as opposed to how we actually feel to dysfunctional relationships, basically. So I think that's like the pattern and, you know, how do you fix it? How we how do we get out of those patterns of dysfunctionality, right? So I think that's the biggest thing that we have. We have a lot of dysfunction inside of our souls, inside of our spirits, and we don't know how to stop it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, it takes a lot of soul searching because as adults, we have the power to change. We have the capacity to look at things differently. But the the feeling of, of regret and rejection and, and, and anger and sadness and fear, those things are super strong. And brain power can conquer it but just like anything like you it takes a lot of practice right lots of practice to to overcome fear and anxiety and pain and trauma and everything else that goes along with being in relationships right so the the one thing i think we could start doing just like is just trying to be totally honest about how we feel you know with, with whoever we're dealing with. You know? Like, even if we're, like, in, you know, relationships with, like, stra- like not strangers, but, like, you know, people that, we, that we're acquainted with. Say if an acquaintance says something to you or did something that you felt, like, you know, bothers you or hurt your feelings. Imagine saying to that acquaintance or a person, hey, that hurt my feelings. And then seeing how that person responds and then basing your friendship or lack thereof on whether or not that person can accept, you know, the fact that they did something or said something that affected you and you can grow from it. You know? Because I think as adults we still have feelings, right? And we, we used to lash out at other people by fighting them or cursing at them or, you know, what's the word they say now? I'm quick to um, cut a bitch off. I mean, or cut a motherfucker off. I cut somebody off quickly. You know what I mean? So it's quick. We can quick to cut people off because it's easier to cut somebody off than to actually process how we feel about what that person said or did. You know what I'm saying? So like, what are we supposed to do now? Like, are we supposed to just go around and? And call all of our friends or people that hurt us and say, hey, you hurt me. You, you know, I'm upset. I'm sad. You make me feel this way because of, you know, what you said when I was 7 or 8 or 15 or 16 or 3 years ago, 5 years ago. I mean, that might not be logistically prop correct. But if you can process it in a way instead of processing it as something that's inherently wrong with that person and just process it as something that affected you. And you own it, we can start there. 
you can start at owning how you feel and you can start at owning what it is what it is that you need to be happy because we all have needs that that's going to make us happy we have we all have desires and we all have a way of looking at life in, a, in in our own premise that can say if my life went this way that will make me happy right and it's up to us to choose how to live our lives because nobody else can tell us how our lives are going to go only we could tell us how our lives are going to go so we could start there and then hopefully we can get better at processing our emotions that doesn't that don't harbor anger or frustration or fear or pain or judgment or all that stuff we could just say hey this is how i feel and i'm hurting or this is how i feel and i'm happy and i appreciate this part of our relationship because this is what makes me happy i like that you know we laugh together we joke together we smile together and i can trust you with myself and everything is good in that way you know what i'm saying and you don't have to the person don't, don't have to continue to make you feel that way either. You can just appreciate it while it's there and then and then go and then move on to the next part of your relationship, whatever that is, if there's a next part. So, you know, I think those are like things that we can do to like try to like keep us from like being so hell bent on. The, the way we used to think about things, you know? And another thing that we could do is we can actually learn how to treat people better as well by acknowledging the fact that everybody has feelings and everybody has their own way of think, thinking and feeling about things and there's nothing wrong with how they process their own information. And if you want to be a true friend to that person, then it's your job to make that person feel good about the relationship that you guys are in, right? So, and and that's a like, and that's that comes with um, growth and desire to want to be somebody's friend instead of wanting people to be your friend or wanting people to be your lover you want to be somebody's friend and somebody's lover by providing them the space to be open to you by being trustworthy and by being non-judgmental you know what i'm saying so imagine like starting your relationships in that way like saying i want to be somebody's friend. I want to be somebody's lover. I want to be somebody's soulmate. And it's, I know that it's going to take for me to be that person that somebody else needs in order for, for the relationship to work out. Now, if two people came in that relationship thinking the same way, that can be a beautiful, beautiful relationship, right? Because then we can talk to each other and we can say, hey, what about this? And what about that? And I feel this way. And another person can say, oh, you do? Well, how can we fix it? And let's go through our emotions and let's let's work them out together. And let's grow together. And if something's unhealthy, then you got to call that person out on something that's unhealthy too. Like, hey, this is a pattern that I see, which to me feels like it's unhealthy. Maybe we can like go about things differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to succumb to every single 
notion that a person tells us to, especially if it's coming from a place of control, right? If somebody's trying to control you, that's also not a good thing either. So you don't want you don't want to be like in a situation to where you're always the one bending over backwards for somebody else's feelings, and then they're never gonna like acknowledge the fact that there's 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 something toxic about their behavior. You know what I mean? But it's the, at least it's worth a shot to like try try to be able to be somebody's shoulder, somebody's rock. And the and the and then the point I made about like being in a relationship, like you, it's a relationship. A romantic relationship is different, right? A, a romantic relationship is different because first of all, you you two are voluntarily entering into a union with each other. There's no family ties. There's no there's no bloodlines. You just meet somebody and you find them attractive and you guys like each other. And then you decide to enter into this union with that with each other. And that kind of union takes a lot of maturity and responsibility because you have to want to, to honor whatever commitment that you have with that person. And you want to honor that person. You want to honor that the part of your relationship that's that's trustworthy. You want to be able to say, "I'm trustworthy. We're in a relationship. We entered into this agreement, and I'm. I want to take care of that part of our relationship, and vice versa." And I think a lot of times we go. That's why I'm saying we go into relationships with our own selfish desires, and we forget that we actually have responsibility to take care of the other person. So relationships are twofold, right? Relationships are, you know, I want to be happy and I want to make somebody else happy. You know what I'm saying? Now, if somebody, if making somebody else happy makes you unhappy, right? Then don't, then you're not ready for a relationship. And that's me looking in the mirror. <laughs> so before I, before I say you, I'm saying me. Like, if I know that I'm not ready to make somebody happy in their way, then I'm not ready for a relationship. Like I said, like the last, like I said, somebody, I'm I'm good enough the way I am, and maybe that's true, but maybe like for somebody else, maybe for this person, I'm not what they need to be happy or safe in a relationship, and I have to accept that. I have to understand that, and it's up to me to say, okay, I want to change my behavior for the sake of this relationship. And you know, as 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 hard as it is to do. You know, it's up to you to decide if you want to change your behavior based on how another person's feeling. You know, so there's a lot of things that goes that go along with like being in relationships with other people, especially like romance relationships. Because friendships, people have their own lives, people have their own families and stuff to do. So, like, especially when you're in your forties or older, your friend, your close friends who you were like hanging out with like almost every day in your twenties or your teens. You know, you guys move on. You guys drift apart, and you guys start to do things that are separate from the friendship. You know, people get married, people have children, people move away, people get jobs, people get different jobs. People fall out. People change. People say things that hurt the other person. The other person is like, "All right, I'm tired of you hurt me. I'm done with this friendship." You know, friendships last longer because there's less investment in terms of like taking care of another person's emotional state. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can be friends with somebody and they can say, you're a fucking asshole. Go fuck yourself. And you'd be like, yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself too. 
and then you guys will call tomorrow and be like, hey, where are we going? Because it's not, because you're not, they're not there to take care of all your emotional needs. They're not there to satisfy all of your desires, your, your perfect, your perfect dream. A person who's in a friendship with you is not there to satisfy your perfect dream. They're there to be with you, to be there with you, and you go through some journeys together, but they're not there to appease your own personal desires. You know what I'm saying? That's why friendships can last a lifetime because you're only there some of the time. A um, romantic relationship, you're there most of the time or all of the time. You know? And, you know, a lot of the times, the capacity to, to care for somebody most or all of the time is is a very tricky thing. You'll never know because you won't know until you're there. To where to when the feelings wear off and you actually have to do some things that are hard. You know what I mean? You gotta do things that are difficult and the feelings wear off and then you'll decide if you want to be in a relationship with that person or not, right? And I think that's where we have to think about relationships before we get into relationships. Before we get into relationships, we got to ask ourselves, aside from me feeling great, am I ready to give to somebody a whole wife or a whole husband? Aside from that person making me feel great all the time. Because sometimes you're not going to feel great, but you still got to try to make that person feel good. You know what I mean? And vice versa. And the attempt is worth... And the attempt is like the worth of the part where you say, I love that person because at least they are trying least they try and i give you e for effort and i give you e for trying and you know i know you love me because at least you try and what else can you do besides that right but there is a um part of of being in a relationship that's very 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 like difficult for some people because you know we look outside the relationship for our desires and as a man most men you know, we're not really processing emotional needs, but we're processing physical needs. You know, even if a man is processing emotional needs, he's not bringing it up to like his people saying, hey, I have these emotional needs. We don't talk to each other. She don't talk to me like she used to. We don't hold hands, you know, anything like that. I can't tell her about my day because she's too busy with the kids and I just need somebody to sit down and talk to and I don't have any life for me. So, you know, what am I going to do? Right, and then the man ends up doing whatever he does, and then he cheats or leaves or strays, and and then it comes, it becomes down to a societal issue. Like, hey, you're a piece of shit because you did something outside the relationship. And I'm not saying he's justified in doing that, but I'm saying is like a man has to be able to express himself in a way so that he can say to himself, "I'm I'm bringing myself to you, and these are my feelings." You know what I mean? Without cheating. You know? And he has to be totally honest with himself about how he feels. And he has to be able to say, I really want this. And I really want to feel this way. And I really want you to help me with this because we're in this together, right? Yeah, of course. So let's do it. So men got to learn how to talk more, basically. Men got to be more open about what's going on inside their hearts. And don't stray. Don't cheat because a part of the contract of of a relationship is not cheating. That's like 
one of the major things that you can't do in a in, in a relationship, and a romantic relationship, is cheat. But you still do it because you're like, fuck it, I'm selfish and I don't care. Or you might care and you don't even feel guilty until you get caught, anyways. So it's not like you don't. It's not like you care. It's like you don't care until you get caught. Then you're like, oh, I'm so sorry. I feel guilty. Oh my god, I feel bad. I should never done that. But the honestly truth is, the honest truth is, it's like, you know. That new pussy was was calling you, and you had to do it. So, anyways, I think I've rambled enough. I will talk to you later. Bye.